fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello fellow Superman, welcome to the latest episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. In this episode I'll talk about why you should get an ADHD hypnose and why you shouldn't. You know, you wouldn't think it's such a controversial subject anymore. But still, uh, a lot of people uh, struggle with getting a diagnose uh, for several reasons. So in this episode I will try to explain why it can be super useful but also when you shouldn't get a diagnose for either your kid or maybe yourself. As you might know, uh, I got uh, my ADHD diagnose in December, age 45. Why? Several reasons. I was kind of curious because in April last year, uh, for this podcast, I interviewed a young woman uh, with ADHD and she was diagnosed at the age of 24. And when listening to her, I went like, I'm hearing myself. OMG. And it got me thinking. Uh, I've always been known for my business. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm present <laughs> when I'm around. And I talk a lot. And I'm forgetful. And I always have a busy head. And of course, you know, Wonderboy has ADHD. And we always said, you know, Wonderboy, autism and ADHD. You know, you've got this from your dad and you've got <laughs> this from your mom. Yet, I never linked it to myself. Until I interviewed that young lady and I went like, this, this sounds like me. Uh, with that came also, you know, we've got Alzheimer's in the family. Uh, and I'm extremely forgetful about the most stupid things. So I went like, you know, I wouldn't have, uh, what is it called, early onset dementia or anything like that, because it got me worried. Uh, and also, to be honest, I was a bit curious about the whole testing and the process for this podcast, you know, for you uh, uh, to talk about how a, a diagnosis can be and what is involved with it and, and everything else. So those three things combined, I was like, you know, I'm just going to get tested. Why not? Uh, so the number one reason can be uh, just because uh, you're curious and you might think it's useful to know. Uh, number two, because you're worried. Because of your kids, because of yourself, because of certain behavior. And with that comes number three. And that is that, you know, if your kids or yourself run into problems. At home, at school, at work, in relationships. Uh, or maybe number four, because you struggle yourself. You know, maybe the outside world didn't notice anything or doesn't see a problem, but you 
are struggling with certain things. You know, that was kind of also the case here. Because when I told my husband uh, about, you know, I think I'm going to get myself tested. He went like, why? Why would you do that? There's nothing wrong with you. That's his favorite line. <laughs> Mr. Darcy, Mark Darcy in Richard Dome's diary. When he says, I like you just the way you are. And my husband says that every time I do something weird or funny or... He likes me. He loves me just the way I am. And that's, of course, wonderful. He is used to me not finishing a sentence eight times in a row. He's used to me bouncing from subject to subject. But he also sees that, you know, I'm an extremely busy mom. We have special needs kids. I have my own business and, you know, that's all going well. So why would I want to know? I mean, I don't have a problem, right? Well, yes, from the outside, everything was uh, going well. But I did get into a Superman burnout. That's kind of maybe an extra. Uh, it is a different topic because there were several reasons, of course, for that. Uh, but the fact that... My mind never stops thinking. And, you know, sometimes it can take me forever to do a really simple, simple thing. Or, you know, my husband is in the military. And every other year, you know, he has a new position. And for the life of me, most of those titles, yeah, I can remember his rank, of course, but all those titles, for the life of me, I can't remember. How stupid is that? I mean, my bloody husband. Why can't I remember, you know, that he now has this this title and now he's doing blah, blah, blah. And, but also, I'm terrible at names. If we're at, you know, we in, in the lens, uh, cover the site, we normally have once a year uh, for officers in the army, a, a king's ball. So, gala. Really nice. And every year I introduce myself to people and they're like and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, but we met last year and we had such a great conversation. And I'm and I'm like, no idea. No idea. It's it's beyond awkward. So nowadays I just <laughs> wait till the other person takes a first step, or I ask my husband, do I know those people, have we seen them before? But it's also, you know, to do with simple things uh, like my administration for my business. I've got, you know, an accountant. Uh, but even my own administration, doing things that, you know, for my kids, you know, uh, paperwork. Oh. It's so weird that it takes so much energy. So I got my diagnosis and I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> I wasn't even that surprised. Uh, but then I started reading about it, you know, ADHD in women and adults. And, and now it's like, suddenly so many things made sense. And it was... Yeah, one part I felt kind of guilty, but the other part was, uh, I went like, oh, this is not really weird at all. This is part of, you know, having ADHD. Uh, so it can be extremely helpful because it can give you insights. 
you know, it can, when you read about it, you're like, oh, that's why my kid does such and so. And that's why I do this and this, this and that. Uh, so it can really be helpful because it gives you it gives you an insight in how your brain works uh, and how your kid brains work uh, and why sometimes things don't go quite well uh, and why your kid sometimes you know has this hyper focus and you could shoot a cannon beside him and he wouldn't hear you. Uh, that would be the case when I'm, you know, when I, as a kid, I was reading a book, for instance. Uh, so it can, first of all, give insights in, in, in your kid's behavior and why things work or why they don't. Second, uh, uh, it opens up this world of, yeah, this, this can of tools you can use. You can get extra help at school, for instance. Uh, uh, you can start uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, you don't only have to have ADHD. I mean, you can use it for other uh, things as well. Uh, but often, because you have a diagnose, uh, you can get a discount or your insurance company covers it, etc., etc. And Therapy is not a, a quick fix or an easy solution, uh, but it can be yeah, extra insightful and can really help you uh, improve and work on the things that don't go well. It gives you this, this, this really handy toolbox. And then, of course, you have medication. Uh, that's not for everybody. Uh, and I was kind of shocked when I heard that for ADHD, the number one treatment is still medication. And I was like, seriously, in this day and age? But when I got tested, um, uh, a part of it was doing a test with medication and without. And OMG, there is no music. <laughs> There's not enough wine in the world for holidays that really, really quiets your mind. And until I used uh, my meds, uh, it started with, you know, when, when I got tested, my mind was so nice and quiet. Okay, my first thought was, well, this is... Where are all the voices? <laughs> Not that I'm crazy, but where are all the thoughts? Uh, uh, and then I went like, well, this is boring. <laughs> it's so quiet. But it is really nice. And it can really help you focus way, way better on your tasks. You don't lose your creativity or anything like that. But when you're working on something, you don't have all these ideas bouncing in your head uh, causing you to take three times as long on a normal task. So, uh, when should you uh, uh, get a diagnose? Of course, if you're curious and think it's helpful. If you uh, are worried about certain 
behaviors of your kids or maybe yourself. Number three, if you struggle or your kid struggles, whether that's in school, at work, at home, in relationships. Uh, or maybe, number four, when you struggle silently, inside, you know, with yourself. Uh, and it's, you know, it can bring, the insights are really useful, therapy, therapy, not a quick fix, really helps. And for me, uh, medication helps as well. And I saw that with Wonderboy as well. Wonderboy has been on and off meds since he was uh, seven or eight. So that's about a good 10 years now. And we tried several. And there's not one, you know, it works differently for everybody. Uh, and sometimes it needs time to adjust and you have short working and long working. Uh, but it also really helped him focus. Uh, so, yes, if one of those things I just mentioned and you're struggling with this or you're just curious and think it's useful, go for it. When shouldn't you, however, get a diagnose? First of all, if other people think you or your kid should, if you don't see a problem, if your kid is not struggling, don't. In the end, it comes to, down to your kid, you, um, when you decide to get a diagnosis or not. Not because uh, your mother-in-law thinks your uh, son is uh, annoying or the teacher can't, you know, uh, keep everything in control in the class. That's not a good reason. Because you, of course, have to be open for it. Uh, and if you uh, only see, an, you know, only see it as a negative thing, instead of, you know, a useful tool, it will only make, if you struggle, it will only make it worse. So, only do it uh, when you want it yourself, um, when you struggle with things, uh, when you're open to getting that stamp. Uh, uh, when you don't see it as, as a bad sign for everything. So, no when other people think you should. Uh, also, no, when you think just getting the diagnose uh, will give you an excuse for all kinds of things. It explains a lot of things. Uh, and, you know, some things I do think people should just accept uh, in the way you behave. Uh, or the way you do things, in the, in the way you do things, I think is a better way uh, to say it. Um, but if you think, ah, now I've got this label, and now, can, now I can use it as an excuse to be rude, not do your job, fail at school. I was thinking about, should I say that? But yeah, fail at certain things. Uh, no, I don't think you should use it uh, 
as a sole excuse for behavior. Uh, and not doing your job. Or, you know, if you got a task and you said you would do it, and in the end you don't, and you say, well, it was too hard because I've got ADHD. Say no then. Or if you can't do that in your day-to-day -day job, seriously, I think you should change whatever you're doing. Um, so I don't think it's an excuse that uh, can help you. Uh, you know, it's a free out of jail card for things. Also, uh, I don't think you should get diagnosed uh, because you think uh, with the diagnosis you will get medication and with the medication all the problems will be gone. Because they won't. Even with medication, I still procrastinate like crazy with some certain thing, you know, with certain things like administration. <laughs> things I really don't like, often things I really don't like. I can still procrastinate like the queen. Uh, and uh, the meds is, medication is not a quick fix for things. If you want to go to through with, you know, a, a diagnose, see it yeah? one as, you know, um, insightful and can help you and can guide you. But often besides medication, it's also about behavioral therapy, you know, that can, you can use to change things. But changing behavior is not easy. It's like a diet, you know. <laughs> You pick it up and then you're like, Bleh. you pick it up and you're like, oh, let's just, you know, ignore things and do it the old way. While well, you know the old way was perhaps bad. So, yeah, you're in it for the long haul. And like I said, I don't mind my diagnosis at all. No problems with it. And I find the medication and the therapy extremely useful. Example, uh, I never realized, like I said, I'm extremely forgetful. I, I write things down. I have to-do lists. Uh, but I have several to-do lists. I have a uh, to-do list for the Juvenile Arthritis Association. I'm a board member for. I have a to-do list for my work, of course. I have got a to-do list for my kids. Things like that. But they were all over the place. And one thing I learned... As simple as it sounds, never thought about it. You have one agenda, not a digital one, and one for your uh, uh, um, non-profit work, and not one extra for uh, medical stuff. No, one agenda. And with that agenda, one to-do list. So you, you have an overview, really. You know, super useful, never thought about it. But really helps me a lot. <laughs> Does it mean that I still sometimes ignore stuff? Yes, but I'm getting better at it. So, I hope this helps you uh, determine whether you should go for it and when you shouldn't. Whether it's for yourself or for your kids. I hope you have a lovely, maybe even sunny spring day. Till next time. Bye.
This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.